أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فتعالى الله الملك الحق ولا تعجل بالقرآن من قبل أن يقضى إليك وحيه وقل رب زدني علما Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to the Peaceful Wisdom Islamic Podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin. And I'm Reno. Assalamu alaikum. And we are taking a, re- a break from our regular programming and we are coming to you with a mid-month motivational for this month, Ramadan. Yes, we are. Because reflecting in the last two weeks, Yep. time is going by so fast. What day is it today? I think it's the... Th- Fifth of Ramadan? <laughs> oh, nope, it's that. the 17th, 18th, 18th of Ramadan today. <sighs> yeah, the last 10 days is in tomorrow, right? The no, day after tomorrow. The day after tomorrow, yeah. SubhanAllah. Yeah, that's crazy. May Allah help us to focus and succeed. I mean. So I, I just kind of wanted to do, like Yasmin said, this isn't a normal it's not a scheduled type of situation. We just wanted to be able to give a reminder to you and to ourselves first and foremost, you know, because time is going really fast. Yep. Life is very destructive. Yep. Uh, whether it be um, our own families or politically outside of our homes. Yep. Let's touch on first. I don't want you to beat yourself up. Yeah, so sometimes people mm-hmm. i don't want to cause a fitna for anybody no because maybe it's not you no inshallah it's not but sometimes some people and i know that it's happened to me personally you get in the first week and you're like woohoo running like if you're at a race right you're, it's a marathon it's very easy right at the beginning you're like yeah this is great wind in my hair but then you kind of slow down and for whatever reason you know maybe it, most of the time it's just shaitan was was yep we just it, we just get slowed down. We get mm-hmm. tired, and then we start feeling bad because we're not making those shoulds or those plans or those those expectations that we put on ourselves, right. or the expectation that you wanted to be like the Prophet wasallam or the Sahaba, yes and the mothers of believers, mm-hmm. you know, and those expectations, and you weren't able to meet them. Yep. For me, I just wanted to remind you that. Stop beating yourself up. No. Stop working for shaitan mm-hmm. uh, because that's all you're doing. He may not be here, but you still can do his tricks. Yeah, because he, he, the little the little min, minions are out and about. Mm-hmm. The big ones are tied up. And, and maybe they're just old reminders, you know, that shaitan gave you before Ramadan. Allah right. But just know that to focus right now in the present time, in the present moment, take a breath. What happened in the past, even if it's just two hours ago, is two hours ago. Right now, we can work in right now. We can make toba if we need to make toba. Inshallah, may Allah accept it. I mean, we can always renew our intentions. We talked about it in our first podcast about how important intentions are. Mm-hmm. Always renewing our intentions on a daily, and and just try to keep focus, never give up, and keep striving. Another thing I was gonna say is that. Going back to Nia, an intention. You may have started this Ramadan with the idea that you were going to read a juz a day. You were going to pray Tarwi at the Masjid every single day, and you weren't able to. Mm-hmm. And now you feel like you have failed. 
or you haven't done enough. Mm. And I'm going to tell you right now, you made that intention to read that juice. If you've listened to our first podcast about intention, what do you think Allah is going to do for you? You made that intention to read that juice, but you were only able to re- read, let's say, five pages. Let's say two pages. What do you think Allah is going to reward you with? He's going to reward you with that intention of that whole juice? No. You made an intention to pray Tarawiyah every day. Eight rakas plus water, but you weren't able to for whatever circumstances. Maybe you got sick. Maybe you did pretty well in the fasting, but once you ate, you felt too sick to get up. And we say inshallah for a purpose because we don't know the color of Allah. But look, you know? what do you think Allah is going to reward you with? Allah says in Quran, Do not despair from the rahmah of Allah. Do not despair from Allah's mercy. I want you to right now, from this time of listening to this audio, whether in Ramadan, out of Ramadan, to continue to strive and pick up the pace. You're in a marathon right now. Whether in Ramadan or in life. Last 10 days, I'm going to put it in the... You are 10 minutes away from that finish line. Mm. What are you going to do? You going to keep jogging? Or are you going to start sprinting? Inshallah, not giving up. And don't give and up. Maybe, and maybe you, all you can do is crawl. Then right. crawl. Just don't give crawl up. Crawl to that finish line. Just keep striving. Keep What's focusing. Up? You know, because this life is short. And all of these distractions at one point in time will end. You know, and we have to keep focused. Bizarre. Maybe you say, okay, Yasmin, I've been praying Tarawiyah. But now, I don't know if I can pray Tarawiyah and Tahajjud. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, change gears. Pray tahajjud instead of tarwiyah. If that's all you're able to do. I know sometimes I break my fast and sometimes I feel so weak. I can barely stand for prayer. Mm. But I keep trying. Yeah. And some days, yeah, I miss tarwiyah. Or sometimes I, we have to sit. Or sometimes we have to sit. Maybe stand sit. Mm. Aslan. Yeah. But we keep on trying. Yeah, we don't give And up. that's what's important. So I say to you, maybe you can't do Tarwiya and Tajud at the same time. It's the last 10 days. When are you going to find Laylatul Qadr? The Prophet said. Last 10, last third of the night. Yeah. So I say to you, pray Tajud. If you're able to do Tarwiya and you have enough strength to do it, Mashi, Fatali, go ahead. It's just added reward for you. Yeah. And remember too that the Prophet ﷺ said that when du'as will be answered during the time of Ramadan, but Allah, Allah can answer du'as anytime. Bizarre. You know, what Allah chooses is what He chooses. Maybe Allah will choose, you know, I make a du'a while I'm, I'm sitting and and just reflecting in between prayers or something. Allah can answer nothing. There's no limits on Allah. And He, you know, He is perfect. Bizarre. So. Maybe you're sitting there saying, well, I wasn't able to go to the master for Tarawiyah. Maybe that's your goal. Maybe you had a goal of going to the master for Tarawiyah. And you weren't able to, for whatever circumstances, your kids, whatnot. Okay? Allah's still going to reward you. And remember that, you know, we can plan, but Allah is the best of planners. And we have to assume the best of Allah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it could be that you're not able to do these things for example, go to Tawiya. Maybe he's protecting you from something much bigger than you even know. Because sometimes out, you know, may Allah help and rectify our Ummah. There can be a lot of fitna in the masjid. So maybe Allah is just protecting you from that. Right. You know, and you'll gain more dinini man at home. 
Hire DNA man. Yeah, hire DNA man at home. And I can tell you, there's been a couple of times I've been to the masjid. And it's been very difficult yeah. to focus mm-hmm. on the purpose that you actually came there for Bizarre. because of the fitna that's going on. Whether it be, um, I know there were times that children were off at the park, oh. way far away from the masjid at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. We're from Minnesota. I, I don't know the laws of all the states, but in Minnesota it's... It's it's, not, really wrong. it's illegal for children, especially unsupervised, to be out of like out on the streets and like in parks and stuff like that. Parks close at nine. Yeah, they close at like nine or ten o'clock, and so things like this or um, children are playing in the parking lot at two o'clock in the morning or one o'clock in the morning. Um, which in general probably wouldn't be a big deal. It's a parking lot if it was like a more industrial area. But if your masjid is like in a neighborhood, in a neighborhood or a residential area, that's going to be, be a problem. It's going to be a problem. And so it may be that Allah is just saving you from something. You know, we just have to assume the best of Allah. And maybe, you know? maybe your mother with kids, and you're like, I want my kids to have that Ramadan feeling. Yeah, but we have to make that within ourselves, within our own home. Right. You know. And I say to you, okay, you go to the masjid, but they see nothing but bad examples from other children. They might be perfect kids. Not perfect. No kids are perfect. No. Let's say they stand with you and Tarwi at home, but now they're at the masjid, and they've seen these kids run around. So it gives them ideas. And it gives them ideas, and they're like, oh, what? I'm five. I don't want to stand in prayer. I want to go play with... Samaya. Amar and Samaya and... Yeah. You know, they're children. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Have sabr. Let's talk about distractions since we're on the topic. Yeah. So there is a lot of distractions going on in our societies right now, whether it be within our home, Mm -hmm. you know, um, personally with family, maybe it may be just as simple as trying to, you know, gather with our families for meals and breaking fast. Or in general, there's a lot of political stuff going on too, and I'm not a political channel of Islamic politics or anything like that. But we can't ignore what's going on in the world in our world right now. Like we just can't do that, Mm -hmm. you know. So there's a lot of insecurities. Like for example, uh, shelves may be empty in your area of certain things, whether that be because of shipping issues or trucking issues, whatever. Um, There's a lot of like fitna and harb fighting and stuff going on all all throughout the world right now that we may or may not know of and so that can be a real distraction i just want to say too is that her audience is not only america or english-speaking countries we are also speaking to people in egypt we're also speaking to anyone who listens to this podcast from any part of the world. And we've noticed that uh, there's been, um, on our analytics, there's been a lot of people in India. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I just want to say salam alaikum to all the Muslims that have listened to our podcast. And if and anybody thank you is. For lending your ear. Yeah. And if anybody is going through hardship or tribulations, our dua is with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just pray that Allah helps and rectifies all the affairs of the Muslims and not Muslims. Because tribulations and fitna and hardship as Muslims, yeah, of course, we want things to be um, easier for Muslims. But, of course, we want it easier for non-Muslims, too. Of course. You know? 
And I want to say something, going along with having silver. Don't forget Allah says, in Allah Indeed, Allah is with the people, the picture. So have silver. Yeah. Have silver, have silver, have silver. And also, one of the signs of the day of resurrection is that truth will be seen as lies, and lies will be seen as truth. So right now, it's very difficult to take a stance in the political or outside stuff of your home to take a stance right now. And right now, it's Ramadan. Yeah. You know, so... You only got this one chance, y'all. Yeah, and it's, it, it may be your last. May Allah protect you all. I mean, and may Allah grant us many, many, many Ramadans to gain rewards and toba, but it could be your last. Right. We don't know when our last day is, and so... For some people, it may be very difficult to not distract themselves with the stuff that's going on with this dunya. And I am telling you right now, try really hard to just focus on the present. You've got, it is the 18th, the 19th? It's the 18th of Ramadan right now. Yeah. As of recording this. Yeah. SubhanAllah. So you've got like a week and a half mm-hmm. left. Yep. And the best time to rectify our Oma affairs and this world affairs is right now. And the other thing I was going to mention along with this, who's going to fix it? Allah. Who, who has the power that tomorrow there will be no fitna in the whole entire world? Allah. It's Allah. At this time, mm. Allah can accept any duas. So because of Laylatul Qadr, I want you to take a notebook and I want you to write down a dua list. And that dua list will be for yourself, for your family. And that includes the people who are not Muslim. Make dua that Allah guides them to the straight path. And don't forget the people who have died. And may the Allah people who passed away and who have not been able to reach this Ramadan. May Allah have mercy on them. Amen. And then your friends. And then the world. For your ummah. For your masajid. Mm. These are the things I want you to write down in your dua. And for the non-Muslims, too. And for the non-Muslims, as well. Yeah. That's an activity I want you to do for the next two days, or whenever you read this. Take 20 minutes out of your day to add to it. And you might be doing the dishes, and you have a thought, I want you to go write it down, so you don't forget it. I also don't want you to forget that Allah loves you. And I know some people are like, yeah, Allah loves me. You know, you hear it all the time. But no, Allah loves you. He wants you to seek refuge with Him. He wants you to make tawbah. He is waiting for your duas. He didn't create you out of play. And he did not make you out of play. We all have a purpose in this life, and it's worship him and him alone. And then we have added, you know, purposes in this life, too. Take solace in that. Never forget that. You know, anytime you think a negative thought or bad thoughts come into your head, uh, as Muslims are supposed to say, A'udhu billahi min shaitan rajim because this is just the whispers of shaitan. Shaitan is our number one enemy. The that's only right. enemy really we have in this world is shaitan. He wants us to not succeed and he wants us to go into the hellfire. But unlike that, Allah who created you, again, I keep playing, saying this, he did not create us out of play. No. He did not create us out of just, just, you know, he created us. For a purpose. He wants us to succeed. He wants us to strive. He likes it when we strive. He even likes it if we make a mistake and we keep turning to him. You know? Like when we're reading Quran and we we don't know Arabic very well yet, uh, subhanAllah, we still get rewarded twice for that mess up and we keep striving. What's up? And I don't want you to forget that. This is not some idle statement that 
Mm-mm. People say, no, Allah loves you. He wants you to succeed. He is waiting for you right now to turn to him and Toba. And no sin is too great for him to forgive. He wants you in Jannah. I'm he, reminded about the hadith of the, the man who killed 99 men. Mm-hmm. He had killed 99 men and he went to a monk and he said... I want to make Toba. I want to ask for forgiveness. I want to change. How do I change? And he said, you killed 99 men. <laughs> you think Allah is going to... You think someone, Allah is going to forgive you? And he said, okay. And he killed him. So now he's got 100. Yeah. But his intention, going back to the first podcast, his intention was to gain forgiveness. He wanted to change. And in the end, he had gone to another person, a person of knowledge. We don't know if it was a monk or whatnot. And that person said, you have to leave the land of evil where you've come from and go to a land of people who are pious. While he was on that journey to go there, he died. And Allah had caused the, had moved his body to the, uh, to the city of righteousness. The city where there was righteous people. Because two angels came. One was going to take them to the, the two hellfire. Groups, the two yeah. groups of angels. The yeah. one for the bad people and one for the Muslims. And they kept on arguing, well, his intentions were good. And then, and then the Muslim, uh, then the other one said, "But he killed a hundred people." And Allah called, and said, "And they said, well, let's measure the." Allah distance. said to them, "Measure the yeah. how many, the distance between the city of Su, Su meaning evil, and the city the the city where he was going to. We don't know the real name of the city. We just know that it was a place of Salihin, good people. And Allah had moved his body to the city of Salih." And to the extent that there was one handspan from the gate of the city. I'm also reminded of the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad who says, you know, as a mother, the rahmah you have of your child. Yeah. When he does something wrong, and that, that rahmah you have and forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, or if your child gets hurt, mm-hmm. and that feeling you have... That rahmah you have as a mother who cares for that child. Bazupt. Allah Azzajal has that for you. Uh, even more. Even more. Right. You know? So so I don't care if you have to write it somewhere, put it on a wall. If it if it helps you to remind you, remember that Allah loves you. He wants you to succeed. He wants you in Jannah. He wants you to keep trying and striving and not giving up. Everybody's going to mess up. We are not perfect. Perfection is with the law. He is perfect in how he tests. He is perfect in how he creates. He is perfect. He is perfect how he created you. Even though we are all different. Even though we may not be, there may be some people that have uh, disabilities or maybe some people can't hear or see or maybe have one leg or two toes, whatever. That way Allah created you in the perfect form that he wanted to, that he perfectly created you in that way. Right. And you cannot forget that. He loves you. Perfection is with him. We are going to fall. We are going to make mistakes. We're going to fall into holes sometimes. And sometimes it's going to be hard to get out of that hole. But Allah is never going to leave you. He is always there. He wants you to turn to him. Right. He doesn't want you to give up. No. This life is to test those who deserve and or what they deserve. Do they deserve Jannah or do they deserve Jahannam? The hellfire or Jannah? Mm-hmm. 
Who is going to turn to him? Who is going to ask for forgiveness? Who is going to assume the best of, Allah, of him? And also, shaitan, when the, the abd, the servant, the slave of Allah, does a sin, and then he turns to Allah, the shaitan, he says, woe to me that I even caused him to do the sin. Why? Because by him doing the committing the sin and him turning to Allah made him closer to Allah and made him closer to Jannah and farther from the hellfire. Which make, means that shaitan's plan backfired. Mm. Because the ultimate goal of shaitan is to make you feel oh so bad. I can't ask for forgiveness. I'm so bad. And to to ultimately make you get farther not be able and farther. To, baby, not be able to focus mm-hmm. on the truth and distract you. So you will end up going to the hellfire. Our short little reminder has, has become, become very long. <laughs> I'm very sorry. We're Minnesotan and we kind of have this, like, it's called Minnesota Goodbyes. And um, that happens. And you may hear that a lot in our podcast. Mm-hmm. So, and um, But just know it's just that there's just one more point or one more thing I don't want to forget. Because who knows? I would have blame in the shaitan regime. I pray that Allah continues to allow us to bring beneficial reminders and beneficial knowledge for you guys always but you know we don't know we we can plan but a lot is the best planners right so i just if i remember something i don't want to forget to tell you because who knows it may be the last time and the prophet said you will not taste the sweetness of faith until you want for your brother and sister in islam what you want for yourself and allah is my witness and he knows that i truly want for you what i want for myself so if I, I want people to remind me, I want people to teach me, I want these things for me. And that's our number one motivation in doing this podcast is so we can be able to give you what we hope to get. So I, I pray that it can be beneficial. And um, if you think that this is a beneficial reminder, please share it with other people. Yep. It, you will only get rewarded for yourself. Let's try one way or another to benefit unite our, our yeah, unite our ummah and benefit one another and our ummah. Inshallah. There's so, enough distractions out there in this world that right. distract that pull us apart. Let's start bringing ourselves to uh, bringing ourselves together. Inshallah. Inshallah. And that is wrap. And I hope that you benefited from listening to us. Please follow us at Instagram at Peaceful Wisdom, one word, underscore, podcast for more reminders, inspiration, and benefits. And please follow us at our blog for the transcription of our podcast. We'll be putting them there so we can benefit more people, inshallah. inshallah. And until next time, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.